0: Today's Your Stories is brought to you by Brewpass. In the Chicago area, like coffee? Download Brewpass in the App Store and get coffee for $1 a day at participating cafes using code PODCAST01 and get $15 off your first month. Thanks, Brewpass. Hi, friends. Eric Garneau here with a heads up and a request for y'all. Uh, we're coming up on the end of the year, which means it's time to start thinking about the year-end best of Your Stories episodes. So, if you've been listening or coming to this show and there are some stories or songs that stick out in your mind, we want to know. Uh, tell us what your favorites are and why they're your favorites by November 29th, and you can help us put together both our year-end wrap-up podcast and our December live show. For more information on how to do this, hit up our website, www.nerdalogues.com, or email yourstories at Thanks so much.
1: It's just a bad movie Where there's no crying And in the keys to me In this red line Where the love that you locked In the sweet scissors, no prying when. The breath that you breathe in the street screen, there's no science. When you look, how you look then, to me, then I cease
0: and Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Your Stories Our Stories. These are <laughs> these are not yours, these are ours. We have stories. Hey, we're the nerdalogs. I'm Eric. I host the live show and the studio show, and who else is here with Eric? Hey, this is Kevin Reeder, one of the founders of
2: the Nerdologues. So great to spend time with you. Honk, honk, beep,
1: berserk. <laughs> uh, I'm Dwight. And what's your <laughs> credentials?
0: <laughs> I am uh,
1: nerdalogs adjacent. <laughs> You're an honorary member. Honorary member. Yeah,
0: cool. Uh, so, guys, what we're gonna talk about today? Our stories. In case you don't know, it's when when we get in the studio. We're at the Cards Against Humanity studio. It's very very lovely, and we're gonna talk about uh, stories that maybe we didn't share on the podcast because we have lots of other cool people talking. But sometimes we got stuff we want to talk about too. And the theme of this episode is At The Movies. Now, why is that the theme? Because uh, this is November when you're going to hear this. In November, we're partnering up with the Logan Theater in Logan Square to do some really, really cool stuff. And so it made sense to me to kind of tie this into that because movies are like a potent topic. And I'm sure we can find some fun stuff to talk about. <laughs> right? Yeah. Don't yeah, fucking I laugh talk- at me. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> total, total. Can we laugh with you? Is that okay? Yeah. Right? <laughs> no, you can laugh at me, Kevin. This is just just as Dwight s- can't laugh oh. at me. It's a safe place, Eric. We're, yeah, we're laughing with Safe you. space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> totally. So uh, I've I've got a piece that I'm gonna share. This is not actually a personal story. This is a monologue I wrote to maybe perform in Seattle. Um a character piece rather, more than a personal monologue, and it did not get performed, but I kinda like it. Uh, and partially Dwight, it, it was inspired by you, huh? I might add. Uh, only because you say something to me, or you said in conversation before, which I think is really fascinating, uh, I think I should write the next Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Which I like- I should! <laughs> exactly. Well. So that's, that's the basis of this monologue <laughs> that I'm about to share. It's called, I Should Write That Movie.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, hey guys, you don't know me. But my name is Wayne, and I'm the world's biggest Transformers fan. Like, I watched the show a ton when I was a kid, and I had a bunch of the toys, and I still even read about the new comic books online sometimes. So you better believe I was pretty stoked to hear the live-action Transformers movies that they'd be making. And like the rest of you, I was pretty freaking bummed with what we actually got. I mean, how did they mess up the Dinobots? the robot dinosaurs, dude! So anyway, I left some pretty scathing comments about the movie on Bleeding Cool, where I was just telling people, you know, I could make a better movie than Michael Bay. And bro, the craziest thing happened. Michael Bay actually called me. I picked up the phone and he said, I swear to God, he said, Hi, this is Michael Bay. Swear to God. He's all like, this is Michael Bay and I heard you think you can do a better job of making my movies than I can. Well, go ahead. Make the next Transformers movie then. And then he got all mad and he hung up on me. So I guess what I'm saying is, holy shit guys, I'm making the next Transformers movie. <laughs> So you better believe I started to plan that fucker right away The first thing I did was sit down in front of a computer to write my script But then I was like shit I never really wrote anything before Except on Bleeding Cool I know it sounds easy But words are hard man So that was a bummer But then I'm like bro Why mess with the classics There are plenty of cartoon episodes out there And those were dope So I just took one of those scripts And what do you need after the script? Right you need actors Well I don't really know any famous people But I do have some friends. So I called them up and I was like, bros, do you want to be in the next Transformers movie? And of course they're all like, yeah, bro. But then I realized the one flaw in my plan. My friends don't look like giant robots who turn into cars and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I guess every Transformers movie needs a Megan Fox or a Shia LaBeouf. But you can't have like six of them. So that was a (laughs) no-go.
1: Well,
0: So then I thought, well, my mom and dad still probably have some of my old toys in their attic. So I can probably like stop motion animate or some shit like on South Park. So I went over to mom and dad's house to get my toys, which was dope because I had like Optimus Prime, Megatron, Soundwave, and all those guys. And they are super fun to play with. And I went back to my laptop and opened Windows Movie Maker and just started taking pictures of all my toys doing cool shit. And then I could put in the voices later, you know? But that shit took a long time. Like, at least 10 seconds for each picture. And did you know that movie show like 24 fucking pictures a second? <laughs> that means it would take me like 20 hours or something to make the movie. Fuck that, man. Mm-hmm. But a promise is a promise. And I told Paramount Studios I'd come through for them. So here's the world premiere, my Transformers movie. Yo, Frank, are you filming this? Okay, good. <clears throat> Episode 1, More Than Meets the Eye, Part 1. Original air date, September 17th, 1984 constant war between the autobots and the decepticons on cybertron et cetera et cetera and then he just starts reading wikipedia synopses of the cartoon episodes <laughs> and the lights fade out the end
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, do you think you're actually qualified to write the next Transformers movie? Well, as you know, my
0: name is Wayne and I have friends that are like Megan Fox and shit. Do I, oh man, do I think, no, I don't. Because like, I, what have I ever actually written besides some comedy? Like, right, right. um, I mean, maybe one day I take a crack at writing a comic. I actually told a story on, oh, yeah. on the podcast about pitching a Transformers comic to the editor of the line and he read the pitch and politely rejected it. So like, I could probably write a comic, but I'm not cut out to write blockbuster movies,
2: man I'll be honest. it's just flattering that somebody took the time to actually read the thing and respond sometimes, like yeah. in this day and age like, thanks for thanks for taking that t- ten minutes or whatever to to give give us that that amount of feedback that's really cool
0: yeah time is is like such a valuable currency, right like it really is, yeah
2: dwight, do you really think you're qualified to write the next t m n t movie Well... <laughs> I mean, yeah. I would love. Well, see, I would love to see it happen. I really would. It'd be I so would, cool. It would, would,
1: it'd be so great. But here's the thing: like, the studio, you know, and Michael Bay, they weren't making that movie for us, right? As Ninja Turtles fans, being right. in our 30s, right? They were making that movie for kids, totally. Um, hence fart jokes and, um, you know, uh, sunglasses for some reason uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> that somehow stay on. Raphael's head when a wall <laughs> falls on him. Uh, you know, it, it's – I mean, I, I talked to somebody and they were, they were like, yeah, my little cousin, I saw it with him. And he loved it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and then, of course, he was like, I thought it was a piece of shit. And it is. Um, uh-huh. But, you know, little kids don't have that uh, barometer to tell what's actually good. Right. I mean, well, some don't. Uh, <laughs> but, like, because, you know, you can go back and watch a movie you saw when you were a kid and it's just it's awful. Um D- so like I assume oh, maybe yeah. <clears throat> like most kids, most movies are terrible. These kids will grow up, see, maybe like oh I remember that movie and I was a kid. Uh. They'll watch and be like wow that is that is bad. It is a and like seriously I mean Kevin knows this or both of you know this like huge Ninja Turtle fan yeah, Kevin yeah. you're a big uh, Turtle fan totally so like, yeah I I, I like waited till a day I, I was alone at my house like <laughs> my girlfriend was gone and um i sat down like s- squared away time i'm like here we go let's all right i'm gonna here we go i'm gonna watch this and i watched it all the way through and i'm just like i wanted to turn it off so many times but i was just like let's just get through this I gotta, gotta do it <clears throat> and it was it was like and this sounds funny but it, it's for real like it was heartbreaking to watch this movie mm-hmm. just seeing like Something that you like, I don't. I haven't loved every anything since I was a kid, like all the way through an a, adulthood, mm. you know. Yeah. Except the Ninja Turtles, and to see it be done like that was it, like a, a, a like piece of me died as cliche as that it is. Like it, I really uh, remember
2: talking to you after uh, after you saw it, and I was like, "Man, yeah, they didn't make it for you. Yeah. They didn't make it for us. It's not for us." Yeah. You know, there's a lot of Ninja Turtle properties that are garbage mm-hmm. um but are you know that's one of those weird lines there. are you just happy to see the the property continuing to thrive and exist Like sometimes i'm like yeah awesome uh is there a is there a movie that both of you guys have or some property that now that you've gone back as something you loved as a child and you go back as an adult and see it and you're like this is bad. (laughs) I loved this, and this is terrible.
0: Yeah, that happens a lot. Uh, It honestly Mm -hmm. happened with me with the um, original Transformers show. Mm -hmm. Like, that show's not very good, uh, but I remember loving it, and I still think the toys are cool, and I still like some of the comics, but yeah, that show's pretty rough. That's just part of growing up, I think. I mean, that
2: is the exact same reaction I had when I went back and watched old episodes of the original cartoon series of TMNT. They make no sense. Well, like the first, no sense. Like the first, Zero.
1: like I want to say, like four or five are like done really well. Yeah. Like the animation is just top notch. Uh-huh. You know, there's an actual story, but um, I mean, <laughs> later on in its life, it, it was just like there are mutant bananas attacking April. <laughs> 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 let's let's go stop them. <laughs> the,
0: the movie is pretty good still, though, right? Like oh, the, the, uh, first great. Great. Yeah. It, the first one's great. Yeah,
1: it first that good. is literally my favorite movie. Like it's got. I, I mean. I preached the word on this so much. They had
2: Henson do all the Henson Studios do all the the puppetry. They look great, and they don't
1: look fake. They're they're real. You know, like they're not computer animated. It's a really good. They they stay true to the original story really well. I think Like, they're able to use their weapons while yeah. you know in in costume. It, right, comedy, drama, and I kung like... fu. It's got everything. It's a perfect, perfect movie. <laughs> like, perfect movie.
0: It's so special when the inverse of what you just asked about happens, Kevin. When mm. you go back and revisit something you loved as a kid and you still like it, oh. or maybe you like it for different reasons, but yeah. like. I think that's really cool that, like, because tastes do change, but every once in a while, like, something stays with you. And I think that's great. What – do you have a specific example? Um, You know, I I don't necessarily – I can't pull one from when I was a super little kid right now. But, okay, this is your story about being personal and honest and revealing, right? So I was watching Girl Meets World earlier today, Mm -hmm. and I was realizing, like, how – like, I, the ep- oh my god, the episodes <laughs> that are airing this weekend, I think, have really ratcheted the show up a notch. Like, to the point where it's, like, actually really, it's becoming good and honest, and I think it's, it's really, like, kind of compelling mm. for what the characters are. And I was wondering, like, man, I wonder if Boy Meets World, like, had that going on, cause to me, as, like, a 31-year-old, which is really <laughs> weird that I'm watching this show, it's all nostalgia, <laughs> but as yeah, a 31-year-old. They year got old, you. they hooked you, man. They got me, but I feel like I'm appreciating things that I probably wouldn't have noticed when I was, like, 1213 watching oh, the original yeah. show but they might have been there you know like maybe oh, they are they yeah. are yeah
1: oh yeah i i mean when that airs on like reruns and stuff i they're they're good
0: and the reruns <laughs> i've seen which are from like the later years for sure like yeah that show does hold up so i think i actually think boy meets world was maybe my introduction to like absurdism and it, <laughs> that and probably freakazoid are like and, and <laughs> like the warner brothers cartoons probably why i have the sense of humor i have now oh man you know
2: all of those old like uh, Warner Brothers cartoons are so great. The one that mm-hmm. Spielberg touched, oh, yeah. Tiny Toons, Animaniacs, Animaniacs. Yeah. they're amazing. But yeah, oh the levels of jokes and oh man, they're uh, so good. You don't—that's know I mean? a thing I can go back and say, mm-hmm. and I see it. I just mm-hmm. see the humor in a totally different way. I can appreciate it as an adult and as 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 a kid. Mm-hmm. A lot of Disney I, movies in the same way too. Not all of them, but but a good handful I can I, appreciate.
0: And another Warner show was Batman the Animated Series, which is not Mm -hmm. funny, but absolutely holds up. I talked about that on the last R Stories. Just everything Warner did in the early 90s, like, I think it taught me a lot about storytelling. Like, Freakazoid and Animaniacs taught me about the fourth wall, and Batman taught me about dramatic story structure. It's really impressive because those weren't dumbed down at all. And I think what's really probably picked that up is uh, is Pixar. Although Mm -hmm. I can't watch those with a kid's mindset, obviously, but to me they seem really great. I imagine I'd love them if I were a kid. All of those Disney Pixar movies that they've put out
2: I, I think are incredible. That's exactly what I was talking about before. Like there is that perfect mix of adult humor, but it's still mm-hmm. for kids. But you really can go as a family, and I would enjoy those movies. Yeah. And, like, that's that's what we want out of a TMNT movie. Yeah. We say, yeah. I want the kids to be able to appreciate this, but I as an adult also, also want to appreciate it. And it doesn't need to be pure nostalgia, droll, bullcrap. Because, I, I mean, do you really want the story retold again? Like, they've, they've told the story a handful yeah. of times, you know. It's like, do you really like reboots? Do you really like reboots? You know, I, I don't know if I do. At a certain point, you want to see a reboot because you're like, oh, you want to see the story be fresh again. Yeah. But, you know, that's like the Spider-Man. It's like, well, that's kind of close, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> and the <laughs> thing Those is, like,
0: kind of close together. We always have, you know, reboots don't destroy the original. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that always exists. I think what people get upset about with reboots is that it's not as good as the movie in their head, yeah. you know. But I don't know. Like nothing will ever touch your memories of something, right? right? Like, yeah. it, to me, as a kid, Transformers was like the best that there could ever be. But now I've, you know, I'm matured ish. Yeah. But w- <laughs> my feelings is that, like a four year old watching that show will never be matched. Like I'll never <laughs> feel that good about another show. <laughs> And the Michael Bay movies certainly don't come close. Uh, Okay,
2: okay. (laughs) let me let me name a couple films or or properties that do you think they'll be ever be rebooted? Yes or no? So like Star Wars, I don't think the original Star Wars movies are ever going to be rebooted. But they continue to invest in the universe, Mm -hmm. and that's really cool.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. What about like Harry Potter?
1: I actually was,
0: there was a, an article being shared on social media Friday about like what would a Harry Potter reboot look like, which to me is weird because it hasn't been that long, but I guess it doesn't take long anymore. That
2: first one, when did it come out? Was it 20 years ago now? Yeah, I think the, the the
0: movie was like 98, 99, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's getting there. It's almost 20.
1: There'd be cell phones, but that, but that changes the story. Right. Like, oh, I didn't, I need to get to Sirius and, um, like, warn him about this. I need to get there. I have but, to physically be there. But... but
2: they also had magic. Right. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the great
2: thing about technology is I don't think it, it will ever be able to touch fantasy.
1: Do you know what I mean? It's like, uh, okay, this, like Why couldn't they, it? like, I'm going to send a mind spell to Sirius? No, I have right. to physically get to Sirius and uh, tell him, yeah. like, warn him or... Something like that. They couldn't just like... I mean, there were also landlines be like, hey, are you all right? Yes, I am. Oh, okay. Well, (laughs) movie over. I mean, they they did talk through fires though, right?
2: (laughs) How convenient. A fireplace. Yeah. Ooh, here we go. Uh,
0: I feel like the right time for a reboot is when a property stops speaking to like modern people, mm. if there is a right time for a reboot, and I, I feel like Harry Potter hasn't reached that yet. Like mm. you work in an office where I'm pretty sure it's mandatory that people get sorted into houses. Yes, <laughs> I I think it would really kill people in this office if it was rebooted callously. Don't you? Um, I don't I don't know.
2: I, I I'd be really curious to see what the public at, at large thinks sure. should it ever be rebooted, and you know I. Again, you know, we, we get into our nostalgia lands of like, don't ever touch the thing. It's, it's mine. You can't, you're not allowed to do it. Yeah. But then the scary thing about big Hollywood is they're, they're not going to take as many risks on properties that are unknown. It's much easier to sell Harry Potter reboot than it is an original storyline that doesn't have a built in or baked in audience. Like any of the movies that get made that have big budgets already have a defined property Their
0: adaptations or sequels yeah. remakes yeah
2: books with a really rabid fan base already because they go oh we already have people who are going to be talking about this thing and want to see it um it's minimizing your i mean it makes sense right you're minimizing risk what are you doing naturally compelling storytelling with film i don't know if you are
0: i would guess that we won't see a reboot at least until um What's her name? Uh, I'm blanking on the author's name now. Is done writing J.K. Rowling's because Rowling, she's putting out another um, story now, right?
2: Yeah, some sort of extended universe thing, or is it? Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: I, it might. It. I think it's the first time we're checking back in with Harry officially, though, or maybe huh. I just imagined that. I remember thinking, uh, hearing something about it. I don't remember exactly what it is yeah, either. either. So yeah, he's not like the star, but I think he's going to be it's in the same him, so. universe. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty interesting. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean. That's another question. I don't know the deal they have worked out, but if Warner decided to remake the movies, could they do that without J.K. Rowling being cool with it? You know, is, yeah, it, that, do, that
2: comes down to ownership and yeah, property rights and stuff like that. I, I don't know where those dude. deals are cut, so. <laughs> and I don't want to make an enemy on either side.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And who knows? Man, maybe in 20 years they'll look to the nerd logs for the next, uh, dude. next Harry Potter. <laughs> We'll be we'll be big time producers by then. Yeah, I, I hope. Yeah. Fingers crossed, man. <laughs> fingers crossed. And we'll look back on this conversation and be like, "Those kids didn't know nothing." Remember our Nostradamus type moment?
2: <laughs> but um. now all we have is billions of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so uh, we, when thinking about At the Movies, just to get us on a new topic and a new thread here, I, I kind of wanted to talk about um, a couple of different points with you guys and sort of see where you land and also share some, some quick quips about where I landed on stuff. I, I don't really go and see a lot of movies in the theaters anymore. Uh, I, don't, I don't know why. It, everything that I see anymore is a big comic book movie. I don't really... Or, or a really independent movie. I just don't, don't see a lot of stuff. Um, but I can remember a small handful of movies that, re- that I saw in the theater that had a big impact on me. And I don't really, there's not much to say outside of these are the movies. Um, and a couple of quick, reasons why um like i don't have an in-depth heart gripping story about any of them but i'm just gonna fire through some of these movies uh, really quick with you guys so obviously teenage mutant ninja turtles Amen. was a huge Amen. movie to see mm, in the theater preach that word yeah man mm. well I, I went with a good buddy of mine who was a fan and um when we for his birthday party when he was 10 or 7 or however old we were and that was so cool it was Us and all of our friends went to go and see a movie together, and how cool is that? It was – oh, man. And we saw Secret of the Ooze. So it wasn't even the original movie. And we can agree that it's not as good as the first one. My mom
1: did not let me go see the movie – the first movie in theaters – because I think she had heard from someone, like, it's a little more adult than, mm-hmm. like, they, they say, uh, what was it? Uh, Don't
0: they say hell or
1: damn They or say damn a few damn. times. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, it, it's, yeah, it's a little more non-child uh, oriented mm-hmm. um, and very, like, you know, real. So, like, it, <laughs> I had to, my mom, I mean, she knew I was a huge Ninja Turtle fan, but she, like, Didn't tell me there was a movie, and I obviously didn't know. Um, Betrayal, yeah, and that's why
0: you set her lawn aflame. (laughs) 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 Call back, heyo.
2: I remember being at at, at that at that movie, and uh, and there were uh, a group of like teenage girls who got up in the front of the audience. And like danced and sang along with the vanilla ice portion <laughs> no! at the end of it. Yeah. No <laughs> yeah. way. I mean that's you know, that's just a little <laughs> quick quick memory that I have <laughs> of like how ridiculous that, that that movie was.
1: It's so interesting to think too that the second movie is like a far cry from the first. Oh yeah. Like they, they made that super kitty in the second one. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's definitely cartoon inspired. Um
2: the the other movies that I really remember seeing in the in the theaters and, and what they meant to me, um, Home Alone what a great movie! Mm-hmm. Um, I went with my grandparents and my great grandmother to see that movie in the theaters, like as a as like a weird family, and that was such a that everybody saw that movie. I think you know. Oh yeah, um, the Lion King saw the Lion <sighs> King in the theaters. What a powerful movie! One of the few movies I've gone back to see at a re release in a theater. And so they re-released it, what, a few years ago? Yeah. I, I went to go see the re-release of that with a friend, and we both uh were joking about going to go and see it, and so we thought the other person would really wanted to see it, but we were both were joking, and so we ended up seeing it, and we're like... You didn't want to see it again? You didn't want to see it again? We're here. Oh, man. And we had already bought tickets. So we're like, I guess we're seeing this. And we both ended up crying during the opening scenes. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) We're like, wow. We're so happy we saw this movie again, like, together in a theater. How powerful that was. Um, (laughs) uh, One of the other ones.
1: Yeah, that movie isn't – Lion King is just – oh, shoot. Is it Macbeth? Hamlet. Hamlet. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that until, like – Maybe five, six years ago, someone told me. I'm like, what? Yeah. Oh, my God, it is.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> an orphaned son whose yeah. uncle kills his father. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, the writing's on the wall right there, right? <laughs> That's okay. Make it contemporary. That's a reboot if you think about it. Yeah, oh, sure. Uh, Cinderella. Saw Cinderella in the theaters as a kid. and That must have been re-released, too, and I didn't realize it, but my dad's best friend took us to the movie and uh we were like that was the first movie i can remember seeing in the theater and he fell asleep and was just snoring <laughs> through the whole movie <laughs> but my me, me me and my brother didn't care that was cool uh and then it starts to get sad about movies that i remember like, i like really remember being excited about seeing the first new star wars phantom menace in the theater and yeah. i didn't i didn't at the time i didn't even know any better that it wasn't that good of a movie mm-hmm. cuz i don't know how old was i high, early high school i don't think i hated it as much as the true fans did when you first saw that movie did you
0: hate it oh no i no. i convinced myself that i liked it a lot yeah right but then you go back and you're like no
1: right yeah but
2: isn't that funny we are the the exact example of people who got well i don't know dwight did you like it when you saw I it? i like
1: you know, i liked it right when, when, yeah you like we all liked it i think yeah. i mean i had hyped we myself to, up you know like I, we, i'm gonna like this movie
2: yeah we i'm just saying it at first we all liked The Phantom Menace. Yeah. And I'm sorry. I, yeah, we true. did. That is scary as that is. We did. That's true. You all admitted to it. And the world knows now how bad you feel?
1: Oh, God. And <laughs> send all your hate mail to <laughs> Dwight.Hassler at gmail.com. <laughs> I,
0: I was the same with the first Michael Bay Transformers movie at first. Mm. I thought that I liked it. Oh, but, really? Yeah. Oh, man. Wow. Because well, wow. sometimes when it's all you have, you feel yeah. like you have to like it, especially if you're trying to be positive. I've not seen that one in a while. So It's not good. Oh man. I mean,
1: didn't they have a they had a where uh, bumblebee peas on somebody, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like Are when I as soon it? as that happened, yeah. I'm like, "What the yeah. I mean, before that, but I'm like, Jesus Christ. Does Michael Bay have to have some kind of toilet humor in his reboots?"
2: Yeah. <laughs> the answer is yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> he he has a checklist when he's making a film. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Check. Got it. Uh, The only other really salient point I wanted to explore with you guys is, is there a movie you paid money for at the theater and walked out of? You left. You said, this movie is so bad, I must leave the theater. I have one film, and I'm sure I've seen other movies that I was like, man, this is bad. Even while I'm watching it, I have one movie I actually walked out on. Uh, and it's Christmas with the Cranks.
1: Oh, what, what movie is that?
2: Exactly, uh, <laughs> is that that's Ben Stiller? No, 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 it is Jamie Lee Curtis and Tim Allen. Yes, in, I remember that. The string. I don't, I don't know this movie I at, believe at all. that set the record
0: for the shortest. Theatrical run of a major (laughs) motion picture. Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. Shortest time from theatrical release to home video release. I think it was four weeks. Wow. The movie – I think it's this movie. It's definitely a holiday movie. The movie came out the weekend after Thanksgiving or maybe Thanksgiving weekend, and it was out on DVD or VHS the week before Christmas. That's really smart. I bet they got more sales
2: because of it. Yeah. (laughs) And it lasted
0: like a week or two in the theater.
2: There's some films that they're doing stuff similar to that right now right where they'll put it out in the theater and then they'll put it on uh, digital download or or something well that's
1: because they even if the movie is uh, a flop at the box office like it's all about DVD sales now or Blu-ray and DVD like they don't care like oh this was a flop like Fantastic Four like people will probably buy that and they'll make their money back and they don't care
2: you want to ride the wave of its popularity and and where it's at Mm -hmm. and if you wait to release it ten months later you're gonna you're gonna lose Mm mm-hmm People might still be talking about it, even if it goes straight to Video On Demand. Anyways, is there a movie you guys remember walking out of?
0: I have never walked out of a movie that I've paid for or not paid for. Um, I will say, in high school, my friend's dad took us to see South Park, Bigger, Longer, Uncut. Mm -hmm. And I really enjoyed the, the, like life mirrors or life imitates art of the scene in the movie where the kids are seeing Terrence and philip and all the people are walking out that is when like a bunch of adults in the audience just walked out of the theater like the uncle fucker song was like too much for them which and then i saw people walk out of book of mormon which blows my mind because you paid fucking like a hundred dollars to go there yeah why are you gonna walk out during Hasadega ibawai anyway (laughs) i've never personally walked out of anything i paid for how about you dwight
1: no um I mean, the only thing I've ever really come close to doing mm-hmm. that was uh, me and two buddies in college. We went to go see uh, *Ultraviolet*, that uh, M- M- Mila Jovovich movie, mm-hmm. and uh, it's like I don't know. I think it's something about v- 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 uh, vampires, a virus, or something. It's it's really bad, and like <laughs> there was maybe like six other people in the theater with us when we saw it, and we. We were just laughing at it and it, it, making fun of it openly in the theater and nobody was like telling us to be quiet because they were like, no, this is bad. This is like, I mean, someone's mystery, doing mystery science theater 3000 right now and this is making the movie more entertaining. So they should have paid you. <laughs> they should have. Hey, I just wanted to
2: say thanks so much for being here at the movie tonight because you made it so much better for me. Thanks for That's your se- jokes. Oh man, that. Thanks for yelling out during the movie. <laughs>
1: Well, like like no one told it. Yeah, like it's like it's really bad. Uh, oh man. I guess
0: I always feel like if I've spent money, like I'm literally invested, so I might see it through. Yeah, you know.
2: But is isn't your time?
0: Time (laughs) time has a value. I mean, maybe at some point I like walked out of a concert I paid for. Hmm. Probably not a very expensive one, but I've definitely like put down books I bought, and I guess I don't know what the difference is. Well, that's Mm. that's more of a time investment, right? So yeah, maybe. But I I know.
1: You and I walked out of. Uh, we went to. Oh, uh, they might be giants. Like tribute I, show. I, I
0: barely count like coffee shop shows well. where like you don't know the bands. But yeah, we saw a really atrocious. They might. It was billed as a "They Might Be Giants" tribute show, and it was Ooh. a bunch of artists who, like, clearly were just friends of the coffee house, and like, were asked a week before to do a song, and none yeah, of them it did it very bad. well. Mm. It was painful.
1: Eric and I probably could have just like grabbed a guitar and got up there and done better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and we
0: will tonight. Yeah, we will tonight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But no, I don't like walking out of things. But yeah. I think it's interesting, yeah. like what pushes people to walk out. It's it's. I know Freddie got know. fingered was a breaking point for some of my friends in high school. Really, they walked out of that. Yeah.
2: Wow. Oh man, I, I loved that movie as a kid. Wow. I don't know <laughs> why. It's bad. I know it's bad. <laughs> uh, Daddy, would you like some sausage? <laughs> why do I remember that moment from that movie? That's terrible. You know,
1: the, terrible movies like that, like Ultraviolet, Freddie got fingered. What's there's this game I made up. Uh, probably everyone has played before, but they don't. Uh, like I've got like very comprehensive rules where like. You say a movie, you next person says an actor, and then they get it. Uh, the next person says a, right. a movie from that actor, and so on and so forth. But like using really bad movies in that in that game is just like it's such a good play because people yeah. are like, I mean, I heard that movie was bad and I never saw it, so I have no idea who's in this movie. Right. <laughs> like. <laughs> 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 mm.
0: Uh, So we're about uh, at the time where we need to start prepping for the live show. This was a a quick one. Uh, Does anyone have any closing thoughts they want to add?
1: Everybody uh, started a petition to get me to write the next Ninja Turtle movie, which I have started. I can give have you, a little you really started? I've started?
2: That's what I was going to ask. I was going to say, do you have sort of a, a plot synopsis that you could give us to, like, maybe that's a good closeout <laughs> yeah, for, the, uh, okay. for the episode. Well, that's good. I
1: mean, uh, uh,
2: sell it, baby. Sell it. We're um, Hollywood execs, so CEOs. Like, you come into our office. <laughs> you've got the script in hand. And we're like, well, we're not going to read this right now. Uh, so sell yeah, it. Elevator, that's what all they
1: sound The like. elevator pitch. <laughs> yeah. The elevator pitch. Well, well the movie – at its core, what made the first one so good was, it was all, it was about family mm-hmm. and, um, the, the, the inner workings of a family and the drama that goes on with being in, uh, having four brothers and, you know, a single, essentially a single dad raising these four kids. Um, I mean, it's not going to be like, uh, I can't think of a movie where it's uh, like cheaper by the dozen or something, but, um, <laughs> but I mean, it's like, obviously there's action, but it's, uh, there's this element that's actually very deep uh past just like this showy action and and and, and special effects and stuff um i would obviously i try and get uh, real suits made and not do uh c g i again because i that just look bad nostrils really uh, uh anyway uh so um essentially what will happen is um it i'm going to try and skip the uh the the origin a little bit like really skim over it you don't really need it's been done everybody knows it uh it's kind of skip over it maybe change a couple of things and uh kind of go with what's going going on with the idw comic right now because it's really good um but essentially at the at the end of the first movie uh splinter is dead and Raphael blames uh you know the other three for him dying and he walks out and then um My plan is for, like, a second movie not to be like, oh, I'm making three movies, Uh, (laughs) is that eventually, like, in the comics, the old comics, he became the Shredder, and I kind of wanted to use that idea where he, like, takes over the Foot Clan.
0: Whoa. And then they're, like, fighting their brother. Whoa. I think you got Kevin.
2: Dude, I'm sold. <laughs> well, if we were executives, I'm sold, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm sold on made. that.
0: I want to see that sold, bad. <laughs> yeah, it's done. All right, make your movie, ink it.
2: Excellent. Here's <laughs> forty-seven
1: million dollars. I'm gonna need hundred and twenty million. <laughs> mm. Twelve of a hundred 18 of that is just mine. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. <laughs> we'll pay you off the back end.
0: That's something they are saying Hollywood, right? Yeah. All right, guys. This was a lot of fun. You heard a pitch for a fake Transformers movie and a real Ninja Turtles one, and uh, we talked about movie-going habits in the middle. I hope you enjoyed our reflections. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to be doing stuff at Logan Theater all month. Stay tuned to Facebook for that. We have at least two events there. I'm not going to say what they are because the details are not 100% set in stone, but they're going to be cool. Other than that... You all are great. Thanks, Chicago Podcast Co-op. Thanks, Cards Against Humanity. Thank thanks, you. Kevin and Dwight.
2: Yeah, thanks, Eric.
0: You're welcome. Kawabunga. Tubular. <laughs> Good night, guys. Your Stories is a proud part of the Chicago Podcast Co-op. If you enjoy Your Stories, you might also like Roboism. Hosts Alex and Savannah discuss robots and feminism, but mostly robots. You can see more at roboism.fm. This has been a Nerdalogs production. For more on the Nerdalogs and our shows, please go to www.nerdalogs.com. Thank you all.
1: Thank you all. I am grabbot23548x.